When I learn things the hard way, when it really stings, I don't repeat it. When it stings really bad, I don't repeat it. Now, you don't need to learn it the hard way like I did. Take this as a cautionary tale. Check in and listen to your body. Listen to your soul. Listen to yourself. Because everything in my body was telling me, was warning me. But I wasn't listening. I was pushing. I was pushing through. Just push through. Just keep going. You know? And that was to my own detriment. Guess what time it is? Uh, I mean, yes, it's time for the Juicy CEO podcast, but it is Monique's birthday week. Now, you may not know this about me, but I am all about the celebrations. I love me a birthday because you are the one who is chosen out of like, what is it? One, the odds are like one to a trillion that you were actually born and When you've gone through different hardships and things in your life, you come to appreciate those celebrations. Every celebration, no matter how small, no matter how big, deserves its time. And Monique is all about celebrating whatever it is. So I am so excited because this is a special birthday. I think all birthdays are special for me. I ain't gonna lie. But I'm turning the big 4-0. Can you believe it? I know what you're thinking. You're like, Monique, you don't look a day over 35. I don't know what to tell you. Black don't crack. It's true. It is what it is. I mean, I do spend an obscene amount of money on on face products because I just love face products. And also because my face is my moneymaker, right? I mean, like, aka, it's my first impression, as it is with all of us. So I do not spare any expense when it comes to making sure the skin is tight and right. You know what I mean? Well, so this episode is a little different in that this is a little bit of a, what did I learn? What did I learn in my 40 years? And that's kind of like just what I'm going to be sharing today. So it's kind of a, it's a little bit of a rant. It's a little bit off the cuff. So if that's not what you're down for, feel free to like hit skip and go to (laughs) a past episode. But, um, I did really feel like, because, you know, when we're younger, we, I don't know, we just never think this day is going to come. We're like, when I'm 40, this is going to be happening, or I'm going to be old or whatever. And I honestly can say, like, I don't feel any different. I don't feel 40. So I love that I can say that I don't feel 40. I mean, don't get it twisted. I mean, there are definitely things Mooney cannot do that she used to be able to do when she was in her 20s, like physically. (laughs) (laughs) I used to be able to wear heels for like a 24-hour span, you know, things like that. But really, I don't feel 40, which is amazing, right? Like, I still feel like I'm in my 30s. I still feel young. I feel vibrant. I feel alive. I feel hopeful. All of those amazing things, I'm so grateful that I still have that in me, that I still feel those feelings. Like, I feel like I'm just getting started. So many things have happened in my life. And I still feel like, man, I'm just getting started. So today I wanted to talk about what I learned. What are the key things I took away from like the last 40 years? Like what are the lessons I'm really walking into my next 40 with, you know, and I will be celebrating every single year. And because of COVID, I will be celebrating 40 for the next 365 days. Okay. Because right now, 
as this podcast comes out, we're still on lockdown. I can't do the things I had planned for my big 40th birthday, which was get on a plane, book a villa, go to Paris, go on a shopping spree, Instagram it to death so I can remember it later and Facebook can come back and send me one of those memory posts where they're like, this time, three, five years ago, you were in Paris, la la la. That was the game plan. But, you know, all of our plans got derailed. But it's okay because it's like some of my other friends who are turning 40, who just turned 40 or are turning 40 this year and are depressed about the fact they can't celebrate in a big way. I tell myself what I tell them. It is just, just because it falls on that day does not mean celebration will not be paid tribute. We will be celebrating. We will be celebrating like it's 1999 going forward. We just will. Because why not? So as I was writing the list, as I, as I was thinking about what would I, what did I take away? What do I, what lessons have I learned? The first thing I wanted to do was like, look back at where was I even just 365 days ago, you know, because every year brings new things, new challenges, new people, new experiences, new revelations. Every year, no matter how much I plan, things happen that still have me shook, that still have me question, Monique, didn't you see this coming? Or why haven't you organized this this way? Or why haven't you built your business in a way where this doesn't impact you? Or, 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 like all these different things. Like I'm always growing, I'm always learning. And that will never end, right? But I wanted to look back at where was I at this exact moment last year. And this time last year, I, surprise, surprise, Monique was in the middle of a launch. I'm always in the middle of a launch, it seems. As soon as you learn the word launch, you're always in the middle of a damn launch, okay? And, but this was different this time because really I spared no expense, I was like, I'm going to do all the things I see the people I want to be like online do. I'm going to hire a team. I'm going to get some automation in place. I'm going to get all of these uh, graphics design. I'm going to have a sales page up. I'm going to run webinars to it. I'm going to run Facebook ads. Like I'm like going to go gangbusters to get the results that I was trying to get financially. So I did all those things. And in the middle of that, I was also like, okay, um, babe, let's go on vacation because every year we go on vacation. So where did we want to go? We were like, okay, we looked at our options. We like to do a lot of research around this. Um, We went to Portugal the year before. It was amazing. And we were like, okay, let's go to Spain because we really love Mediterranean, Mediterranean food. Um, I mean, anyone who's been to Spain, you just know it's gorgeous. It's wonderful. It's amazing, right? So we booked this flight. We're ready to go. We book an Airbnb down there. Like, it's super exciting. Now, I love to travel. I love to immerse myself in a new place. I get new ideas. Like, all my senses are on fire when I go somewhere new. And I know a lot of you guys are like this, so you totally get it. But I was so excited because I'd never been to Spain. I'd never been. We went, we were going to Barcelona. I'd never been before. So I was like, this is going to be amazing. And I'm going with my sweetie, right? Like 
who would I rather go anywhere in the world with? Him, right? Like, I want to share all my experiences with him. Luckily, I do. Even after all this time, we've been together, like, 13 years, and it's still, like, brand new to me. Like, it's like our relationship is new. So, yes, honey, if you're listening. (laughs) I'm such a nerd. Anyways, I digress. So, we booked the flight in the middle of Monique is still doing this launch. Not only is she doing a launch, but she's also doing one of her signature VIP photo shoot days. Now, what you guys don't know about, and I've talked about the photo shoot days, they take a lot of prep. They take a lot of work. Okay. We're talking about minimum 45 days of work. It takes a team. It takes research for every single client, a lot of booking, a lot of planning, um, a lot of financial output up front, and also a lot of client management. So that's happening. I'm scheduling this um, this trip to Barcelona at the same time, and I'm planning a launch. So I've hired a, a team. I've hired social media managers, um, graphic designers, an assistant, um, a Kajabi specialist. Like I was like, if I have team, because you know we always talk about team, right? Delegate, 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 and you can get it all done. I learned a lot about team and a lot about launches in that moment. And I had all these people. I was like, Monique, you can go to Barcelona because you've got the team, right? You've got all these people in, 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 in place. And here's the thing. In retrospect, I should have seen all of these things that were going to go wrong. None of it was a mistake. All of it was great lessons. I couldn't have learned them any other way, but apparently Monique likes to learn things the hard way. However, I didn't see you know, because I'd never done it before, what impact it would have to hire at minimum five new people who don't know the way I work yet. I'm not 100% clear on how they work yet on being in a different time zone and onboarding a new assistant all while trying to enjoy a vacation and planned a photo shoot and manage clients at the same time. It sounds like I should know better, Because I'm saying it now, it sounds completely crazy. But at the time, it made complete sense to me. I really was just like, if I put the right structures in place, this can happen. But this was the first time I was doing it, and it needed time. It needed attention. It needed my eyes on it. And there was no way I could enjoy a vacation just sitting around eating tapas, okay, knowing my personality while I'm trying to put an amazing launch together that had a lot of financial investment. Like, come on, Monique, what were you thinking? But anyways, that's what happened. That's what I did. So I'm in Barcelona. I'm, if any of you guys watched while I was there, you know, I'm Instagramming, I'm doing lives, I'm promoting the webinars that are the lead magnet into my online program. You know, I'm doing all of these things and I'm completely and totally overwhelmed, drained, feeling guilty because I'm there with my husband and I'm working most of the time as opposed to, you know, running around Barcelona trying to fit in all the sightseeing. I mean, he look looking back, I asked him about this and he's like I was fine cuz he like he was like I'd never get he never gets a vacation either. So he wanted to like rest. He didn't actually want to jet set all over Barcelona. He's like that's what you want to do. But anyhow, um I was feeling all these feelings while trying to be upbeat online for this, for, for the thing that I was promoting, right? Because I had to reach a certain, um, a certain level in my business at a certain time frame, at a certain deadline that I created. 
no one else had me on a, te- on a deadline. I had myself on it, my own deadline for where I wanted to be in that month by the end of that quarter, you know, and that's what happens sometimes. Sometimes we create these deadlines and we forget we created them. Therefore, they can change. But I didn't want to change anything. And I was a complete and total wreck. And I had a com- I had like a meltdown while I was in Barcelona. All these things were going wrong. I was on edge and I was like, I'm supposed to be upbeat and positive and, and, and promoting this thing. And how am I supposed to do that when I feel like literally shutting the whole thing down and like crying into this bottle of wine right now? Like, that's what I wanted to do. And I was like hyperventilating at one point. I didn't know what to do. And I was supposed to go live. And I told everybody I'm going live because it was part of the promotion. And I sat in the Airbnb crying. Like, I'm like crying at this point. Like, I don't know what to do. It's too much. All these things. And my husband is like, who can you call? (laughs) Because there's definitely things that he knows how to handle. But when it comes to like my business and getting me like fast, cleared and moving, he knows I have people to call for that. Right. So I did. I called Anjali. You know, I talk about her. She's like my She's my all kinds of things. I could give her a million labels. My one of my best friends. She's my confidant. She's my, you know, the person who gets me out of my own way. She's like the one who will call me out of my bullshit. Um, she's all of these amazing things for me. She's also, you know, she's a trained coach. She's a trained seminar leader. Like she's also highly skilled in these things as well. But I, I wanted to figure this out on my own. I didn't want to call her. I was like, no, I got this. But I didn't. I didn't have it. Clearly, I didn't have it, right? And I'm like, I'm in this beautiful Airbnb in one of the most beautiful cities in the world with the, the person I want to be around the most. And I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. So I call her on a completely different time zone. Don't know. I'm lucky she was even awake. It was like seven hour time difference. And I told her what was happening. And within five minutes, I was ready to go live because she really just said to me, Monique, stop faking the funk. She was like, just go live and tell people what's happening. Your audience is amazing. They'll support you. You don't have to look like you have it all together. And even in my 39 years, I still hadn't learned that lesson. You don't have to look like you've got it all together. It is what it is. You trying to fake it is what right now in this moment is what has you overwhelmed and freaking out. And I'm all about, you guys know, I wear my emotions on my sleeve like all the time. But when I'm in my business mode, when I have my business hat on, when I'm like in the middle of a launch, I like put those feelings in a box so I can get the job done. And they weren't going to stay in the damn box this time. I was like, what the F? Come on. But her saying that to me gave me so much freedom that I went on the live and I literally told people what was so, you know, I was just like, this is how I'm feeling. This is what's happening. This is what I've learned about running a business, wanting to run a work from anywhere business, yet bringing on a team when you're there to actually monitor and make sure that the support is there from the beginning. Like so many things, so many lessons I shared. And I think that live is also on my Instagram stories if you want to watch it. But it gave me so much freedom to just be with what was. 
So after that, I had a lot more ease in the vacation, right? COVID was just starting. Not, I mean, people were talking about it, but we didn't, the world wasn't shut down yet. And it was a few, it was just a week away from my birthday. And I was like, okay, I'm launching the first of a series of three free webinars that begins on my birthday, February 4th. And I was so excited. I was like, yes, I'm going to be like, it was like a great marketing tool, right? I was like, I'm going to use my birthday as the marketing tool to have people show up and let them know you're celebrating with me on my birthday. Yeah, it wasn't a bad idea. It was actually, it was great. A lot of people showed up, so it worked. However, if you were to ask me what I did the week of my birthday, like as a celebration of self, I couldn't tell you. There's literally nothing I could tell you. I have no clue what happened at all. I don't remember any gifts that I, I know I got gifts. I know there was a celebration. I'm pretty sure there was some kind of cake or sweetness. I couldn't tell you where it is, what happened or who gave me what. And I hate that because I'm all about creating the memories. Like really. So birthdays are always important to me because there was a time I didn't know I would have any other healthy birthdays. So I don't like to take these things for granted. You know, I had no idea what happened on my 39th birthday, to be quite frank. (laughs) What I do know is I did launch a webinar. I did, you know, almost fill my program. I did meet some of my sales goals, not all of them. I did have these amazing women join my program and which was so rewarding to feel like your effort, you know, you had a return on your effort. However, what's interesting about launches, what's interesting about like filling programs is once you fill them, you've got to now go deliver it. Unless it's a completely hands-off program, which honestly, I don't know any good hands-off programs, then you got to go deliver it. And I'm already friggin' tired. All that momentum, energy from the selling of is now like weighing on me like a ton of bricks. But I have to show up because that's the promise I made for the people who invested in me and in my program, right? And this was all on my way to reaching this sales goal that I had in my head that I created for myself and nobody was holding me accountable to. It was just for me. So now I got to deliver this program being at full capacity. And y'all know Monique liked to be at full capacity, okay? And I was exhausted. I was completely burnt out. I was also booking, I was getting a lot of um, people contacting me for speaking engagements. And a few months before that, a year before that, I would have been running to any type of speaking engagement. You guys know I love to do speaking. I love to teach workshops. And at every single one that came in, I was cursing. I was like, oh my God, please, please. I don't want to have to say no to you. And I was feeling guilty if I said no, because I really wanted the opportunity. But I was exhausted. I started questioning myself. I started being like, maybe I'm not cut out for this. Everyone, quote unquote, everyone else can do these big launches and they are fine. Why can't you hack it? What's the problem? That's what I was saying to myself. And what I really just needed was rest. I needed to plan better so there was rest inside of this. I could have filled the program and not had it start two or a couple of days after the program was filled. 
I could have put it a week out. I could have put it two weeks out, you know? So it's all about the planning, but I hadn't thought about that because I didn't think I'd be tired because I was running at 150 miles an hour for the last year and a half and I'm fine. Nope, wasn't. And then COVID happened. The world shut down. All my speaking engagements got canceled. And all I could think of was praise the Lord. Yes. I was so relieved that I didn't have to get dressed up and go anywhere and bring my energy anywhere else because I didn't have it. I would manufacture it if I had to, but I couldn't do it. I didn't want to do it. So I was so relieved that the world shut down, not knowing what was to come and how long it would last. You know, I think when it first happened, none of us really thought it was going to happen for that long. But I was so relieved. And a lot of the people I found out later, a lot of my business besties, a lot of the people I communicate with in my entrepreneur circles felt like I felt. They were like, Monique, I don't know about everyone else. And I can't say this to everyone else, but I was relieved when the world shut down. I needed a slowdown. I needed a forced slowdown to regroup. You know, and COVID brought that to the world in so many different aspects. So I was happy it shut down and it slowed down. I still had to deliver the program, which I did. I had amazing reviews. I learned so much about how I like to teach. I love group training. I didn't even know how much I love group training until I had these amazing women in my program to teach. Like I had no idea. And knowing, so had I not done all of those things, I wouldn't know how to onboard a team. I wouldn't know what my threshold is. I wouldn't know how much I love group. I wouldn't know. There's so much, so many lessons I wouldn't have learned had I not done it that way. And listen, not every lesson needs to be hard, but apparently Monique likes to learn it that way. Because for me, I feel, and listen, Lord, if you're listening, do not take this to heart. But when I learn things the hard way, when it really stings, I don't repeat it. When it stings really bad, I don't repeat it. Now, you don't need to learn it the hard way like I did. Take this as a cautionary tale. Check in and listen to your body. Listen to your soul. Listen to yourself. Because everything in my body was telling me, was warning me. But I wasn't listening. I was pushing. I was pushing through. Just push through. Just keep going. You know? And that was to my own detriment. So... That's where I was 365 days ago, all right? And I've learned so much since then, so much. But I made a list. I made a list that I feel you guys could take forward with you when you think about some of the lessons you may have learned over the last 365 days. Here's mine, all right? Get your notepads ready, get a pen, because I got some juicy nuggets in here for you. So what have I learned in these last 40 years? I mean, listen, this is a short list compared to what I could be writing, but these are like some of the big takeaways, okay? So these are in no specific order. You know, it was really just what I was feeling in my heart. So take it for what it is. So this is what I've learned. Tell people what you need because they can't read your damn mind. That's one. We're all out here expecting people to know what we need. People are not as interested in you as you think. And I was talking to myself when I wrote this list, right? So tell people what you need. Don't expect them to read your mind and you will be happier for it. Number two is people are doing the best they can with the information that they have. 
And this goes for hiring team, family members, whatever. We think people should do better and know better, but everyone is just doing the best that they can. Like think how much peace you would have in knowing that. So when people, I feel, quote unquote, cross me or do me wrong or whatever other story I have attached to their actions, I remind myself, Monique, this person's doing the best they can. Monique, the person's doing the best they can, you know? And it gives me a lot of power. It gives me a lot of freedom. Number three, if people can't give you more of what you need, it's because they actually can't give you more. For whatever reason, they can't give you more. So trying to push it and pull it and squeeze it out of them, you're only damaging that person and that relationship you have with that person. Number four, no one will take better care of your business than you will. It is your job to stay on top of everything. Monique is super detail-oriented and that, you know, sometimes to her detriment, but I never feel like it's a detriment because even though it may annoy some other people, I know no one will take better care of my business than I will and I'm responsible for the success of my business. Nobody else. So I am on top of every aspect. So inspect what you expect. I think that's a quote from Brian Tracy. I, it never left me. I, I learned that in my 20s. Inspect what you expect. So if you hire people and they say they're going to do something, that's wonderful. But keep inspect it until you've worked with that person long enough that they know your expectations. Next one. Laugh often, out loud, and with the ones you love. Uh, you guys know I love to laugh. I laugh loud. It turns heads sometimes. Some of my friends can like actually do my laugh. We, we joke about it. But I never feel, I'm telling you, when I laugh about things, it changes the whole dynamic of a situation, of my mood, of everything. So wherever you can find moments to laugh, laugh out loud, laugh often, and it's always better when you're laughing with others. Okay? Number six, never apologize for your success. Sometimes when we get success, we feel guilty about it. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay? And we can't get to the promised land and we can't show others who are looking for a compass, a beacon that it can be done if we are over here feeling guilty about being successful if other people who we find close to us are not also successful. Just love and shine and shine bright and shine on. All right? Next one. Oh, the next one brings me to the last one, which is your your going first will show others it's possible and the best gift you could give anyone. So that doesn't need any further explanation. You heard it the first and the second time. The next one is without your health, you have nothing. You can always go make more money, but if you don't have your health, you can't do jack, right? So I am three years in remission from breast cancer. And that was the lesson that will always fall. That will be my, that is my guiding principle, people. Your health is all you have. And that could be your physical health or your mental health. They are one in the same, far as I'm concerned. Okay, you can't get nowhere without both of these intact and thriving. The next one is, you can always make more money. You can always make more money, right? So when you're feeling like you ain't got no money, or the bank accounts are going down, or you lost a sale, or people are not coming to your calls or your discovery or not buying your stuff, 
I want you to get, if you, if you've made money before, you will make money again. You just haven't figured out how. So this is stuff I tell myself. So even sometimes when I want to take a break from my business, when I want to take a break for myself, and the first thing that comes into my mind is, well, Monique, your numbers are going to go down. Your numbers are going to go down. You're not going to meet your quota for the quarter. You're not going to meet, you know, what this, all of the goals you set. And I try to remind myself, and I have also my financial person tell me, Monique, you can always make more money. But if you burn out, we're done. The business goes under. We're done here. So take the break if you need the break. The next one is you have more time than you think. And that was a big one I had to learn, right? If I'm doing all these launches and I think it needs to be done in this time frame for whatever arbitrary reason, it puts you in this shank spiral, right? Like I was in a spiral of it has to be done in, at this time frame where, where, you know, it's on my birthday and it's launching because it's a good marketing opportunity, all this crap telling myself. And the truth is you can always move the timelines. You have way more time than you think. It doesn't need to happen when you said it needed to happen. And really, I like in a nutshell, that's like patience is all, it's all you need. The next one is your year will always be full of surprises no matter how much you plan. So just be okay with the surprises. Be okay that your plan's gonna get derailed. You still need to plan. Otherwise, you ain't knowing where you, you don't know where you're going, okay? But your year will always be full of surprises no matter how much you plan. The next one I just love, hard work works. I can't tell you how many times, I mean, yes, you should always find a way to work smarter to find a way to bring more ease into your business. But sometimes you're going to have to do things you don't want to do. That's what that statement is for me. Monique, you're not going to always want to do every aspect of this business and find a way to delegate it. That's cool. But right now you got to get it done. So resisting it and having a little tantrum about it is not going to get it done. Hard work works, so go and work it. The next one is, if you don't have fun, nothing else matters. So if you're not having fun in your business, some of the time, you don't need to be having fun all of the times, okay? We're not over here like building a circus and whatnot. But definitely, you need to be having fun more times than not, or you need to be doing something else. Like clearly something's wrong if you are not having any fun, right? That's something I learn, and I have to remind myself all the time, all the time. The next one is, without someone to share your wins with, none of it matters. None of it matters. I mean, I just like to think about, Monique, if you got all the money in the world and you were doing all of the amazing things and you had no one to share this stuff with, would it matter? No, none of it would matter. None of it, right? So love your people. Keep them close. Love your people. Give them grace and space if they ever disappoint you. And love your people. Love the people closest to you. Hold them tight. Okay, so there's only a couple more left. The next one is ask for help. So just like how I called Anjali from Barcelona, she was all the way in Toronto. I didn't want to ask her for help. I still don't like to ask for help. (laughs) I'm very much like, please let me figure this out. I got this. I'm a smart cookie. I can figure this out. And I'm telling you, I can't tell you how many times I've went to her. Actually, this, this past weekend, you know, something happened. 
And I really, you know, it's, it's been happening for three weeks, but I didn't want, I said I could figure it out. And in one conversation with her, I felt so much lighter and knew exactly what to do. And she was like, just ask Monique, just cut it out, you know? And I said, I'm going to try, girl. I'm going to try. So ask for help when you need the help. Okay, these are the last three. Get a coach or a structure for every area of your life that you struggle with. That's another way of asking for help. Get a coach or a structure for every area of your life that you're struggling with. Not just a couple of them. All of them. Get the struggle handled. The next one is focus on your strengths and forget about your weaknesses. So many times people talk about improving their weaknesses. Forget that mess. We do not need to improve on the weaknesses, okay? Unless it's a personality thing. And then I can't do no about that. You need to go fix that. But I'm talking about in your business, the things that you think you're not good at, then just go put in a structure that gets those things handled and off your plate. If you double down on your strengths, you will show up in such a powerful way. Like you will love what you're doing. And then the last one is, the last one, the perfect last one, is this. Regrets are not an option, so take the risks. Yes, one more time for the people in the back. Regrets are not an option, so take the risks. I will tell you right now, I've taken a lot of risks in my life, in my business, And what I will say is, even if the risk didn't pan out, it was a lesson that I will never forget. And I will never repeat in some, in some cases, they need to not be repeated. All right. Um, but that's facts. But having regret, thinking you should have done something and you didn't do it. And then looking back and be like, damn, I should have done that thing. I should have at least tried that thing. That is like, that's not acceptable. So guys, I know I dropped a lot on you guys. That is a really long list. <laughs> I'm like, how many, t- how many is this? One, two, three, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I think it's like 16 things. This was supposed to be like a top 10, but anyways, it doesn't matter. I couldn't, I couldn't narrow it down. So this is what it is. So I hope whoever is listening, you take this in. And it helps you in some area of your life. I hope that you hear it and you are like, yes, today Monique said something to me that has me transform or think differently about a situation that I'm currently in. Because that's really what I want this whole podcast to be about, right? Like we talk about personal branding. I bring on some juicy CEOs and I want to talk about why do I talk about personal branding? Why does it even matter? Because I know you have gifts. I know you have gifts that you want to share with the world, but nobody can hear them or see them if you're hiding out or you are presenting yourself in a way that is not a match for who you want to be. And that's not acceptable because you're meant to shine. Period. Okay? So that's why why I talk about personal branding so much. That's why I fell in love with it. That is what I do. That is why it's become so much a part of me. So 
in conclusion, my lovelies, Monique is turning 40 and it's going to be nothing but celebration for 365 days. So don't be surprised if you see multiple birthday parties as soon as the world opens up and we're allowed to gather and you're like, why? I thought Monique's birthday was in February. She's literally having a party right now in Saint-Tropez. Isn't she though? I'm just saying everyone's invited. Okay. All right, guys, that's it. That's all. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for always tuning in. Like, I appreciate you so much. You have no idea. There is no me without all of you. So if you know someone who needs to hear this message today, please go share it with them because you just never know what message somebody will hear at their point in their day or in their life that will change everything for them. Until next time, my lovelies, keep raising that juicy CEO status. If you enjoy this episode, then make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss the juice every single week. And if you thought this episode was super juicy, it would mean the world if you gave it a five-star rating and left a review over on iTunes so I could keep bringing the juice to more people who need it. And if you want to win some juicy swag, I want you to take a screenshot of this episode from wherever you're listening then post it to your stories and tag me over on Instagram at Monique Brian underscore co. That's Brian with a Y and you will automatically be entered to win. Until next time, my lovelies, keep building that brand over a business and raising your juicy CEO status. <laughs>